TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. Inside the 8 o'clock hour on the fan. Joining us right now is Fred Katz covering your New York Knicks for The Athletic. Fresh off a of media day, heading into the 2023-2024 season. Fred, are you there? I am here. How you doing? Great. Thanks for giving us some time tonight. I feel like the Knicks are needed, and I feel like we need to start getting ready for NBA basketball season because, in my opinion, the NFL season is cooked for both the Jets and the Giants. What say you to that? <laughs> I mean, the NFL season has been cooked for the Jets for about 40 years, and I say that as a, as a Jets fan. So uh, I don't know if I can disagree. So the thing about the Knicks, right, I, I was at Game 5 last year. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan, and uh, the Nets obviously are the laughing stock of the city, the town, obviously what they did with all their nonsense. But I was at Game 5 last year watching the Knicks, and as I drowned my sorrows in Casamigos, I just, Casamigos, I just was thinking, like, how quickly – Madison Square Garden is hosting a Game 5 to go to the Eastern Conference. I'm like, how did we get here so fast? Obviously, the one guy yeah. is Jalen Brunson. Do you do you expect the Knicks to regress, or do you expect them to take a step forward this next season? I expect them to be somewhere in a similar mix to where they were last year. You know, they bring back eight of the nine guys from their rotation of last year, traded Obi Toppin to Indiana. Brought in, brought in um, Dante DiVincenzo, who was with Golden State last year. Other than that, it's, it's eight of the nine same guys. They have a young roster. The oldest guy in their rotation is Julius Randle, who's 28 years old. They have a lot of guys who could potentially get better. Quentin Grimes is 23, and R.J. Barrett's 23, and Emmanuel Quickly's 24. And they have guys who could potentially get better. The top of the East is strong. I mean, I think it's Milwaukee and Boston in some order, one and two. And then I think you're talking about maybe the Knicks in that four or five range because who the heck knows what's going to happen with Philadelphia with the game's hardest situation if they trade him, if he plays, and if they trade him, what they get back and, and what kind of – I mean, right now that situation's a mess. And who knows what happens there? And they were a, a surefire top three team last year. Will they be that this year? Cleveland got better. Uh, I think in the offseason, they had a really good offseason. Credit is shooting. They, they really lacked a fifth guy during that series against the Knicks last year, and I, I think they did that with George Niang and Max Trish, who they signed. And, and that puts the Knicks in a similar spot, somewhere in that four-seed, five-seed range, uh, and a chance to win a playoff series. Actually. Yeah, the, the East is crazy. When I saw the Dame news, 
right? And then the ripple effect of Drew Holiday. So Damian Lillard joining Giannis in the Bucks, and then Drew Holiday joining the Boston Celtics, who also got Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, you obviously figure those two guys or those two teams and the addition of those two guys, they just get stronger. They were the one and two seed last year. You expect them to be the favorites again. And then we got the news that James Harden, even though he said Daryl Morey's a liar and he wouldn't play for him, um, there's legal things in that contract and money and no one wants to lose money. So he did show up to practice, in, in uh, not in Philadelphia, in Colorado State today. So you slot them in with the MVP and Embiid around three. I think the, the Cleveland Cavaliers are in there, but the Knicks handled them last year. I don't know. When I look at the complexion of the East, the top teams got better. The bottom teams didn't really do anything. I know the Knicks added Delaware Jordan. I love calling Dante DiVincenzo that. I think that's a cool nickname that they don't use enough. But, man, I, I, I know this city needs a Knicks team that can be competitive, that can win another 40 to 50 games and make a run through the playoffs. But it, it's going to be tough sledding. Do you think that they did enough? Do you think that Julius Randle being health, healthy is enough? Do you think that they have enough to compete with the uh, – top three, four teams in the East, I think they'll, they'll be a playoff team, but they could be in a series one and done. They could. I mean, they're right in that middle of the playoff range, I think. Uh, you know, look, last year they get in, they win 47 games, they get in as a five seed. Cleveland had a better record in the regular season, but they killed them. Like, that was not a close series. That was a that was a five-game series that felt like a sweep, to be honest. They, they fall in game one, and then they... They just crushed them the whole rest of the way. Just adjustments, adjustments, adjustments throughout the whole series. Uh, they played a very different style than they did during the regular season. They they showed themselves to be adaptable on both sides of the floor, by the way. They didn't run, for example, a lot of guard-guard screens during the regular season, but they did it nonstop during that Cleveland series. And on the other side of the ball, you know, they, they, they play, even when they're playing at their best defensively, they play a very low turnover style on defense they don't like to gamble they don't like to take bad chances and leave lanes open to the basket uh and and in that cleveland series they really up the ball pressure they really up the ball hawking all of a sudden they're valuing turnovers a lot more getting out in transition after it uh that was a very conscious change they made an adjustment for that series and it worked unbelievably well uh so they showed that they can they can play different styles they can be a little more adaptable than than, than you might think like a Tom Thibodeau team is going to be based on his reputation. Uh, they made a lot of adjustments in that series, a lot of adjustments in that playoff run. So, you know, we'll see a lot of adjustments as to like how do the matchups play out, how do the standings play out, and what's the health situation of all the involved teams. They have a chance to win a playoff series. I think they're as good as they were last year. And if a couple of their young guys get really a lot better, then maybe they're better than they were last year, but I anticipate that they'll be somewhere around that same range because it's basically the same crew of guys. Speaking of Tommy T, with the uh, Villanueva Wildcats getting together, Villanueva York Wildcats, the uh, New York, I don't know, I'm working on the name for the uh, getting the band back together, the 2016-2018 uh, NCAA tournament champs. How soon do we see uh, Jay Wright take over for uh, Tommy Tibbs? <laughs> I don't know if that one's going to happen. Uh, I mean, right now, I think, look, Tibbs, Tibbs is coming off a year where he's gotten coach of the year votes two of the last three years. He obviously won it a couple of years ago. And, 
this team won 47 games last year and defied expectations, won a playoff series, and you got to keep the connections in mind, too, where, you know, Tibbs is really close with their team president, Leon Rose, who, you know, was the president of the basketball division at CAA before he took over the Knicks, and that's the agency that reps Tibbs. Uh, look, these relationships in terms of coaches and teams almost always end with the coach getting fired, no matter how good the coach is. However, uh, I don't exactly think that uh, we should be talking about some sort of hot streak now for, for Tibbs. I think he's, he's doing just fine. If they get off to some terrible start, then obviously the conversation changes. But I think right now everybody is is comfortable with the team that they have and, and comfortable with the year they had last year. Yeah, he's safe. Uh, last question. R.J. Barrett, Team Canada. I think R.J.'s got to take another step forward this year. Um, after what we saw him do in the summer, what are you expecting out of R.J. this season? I think the thing that I'll be looking at for him is, is decision-making. People talk about the shooting, and obviously it's really important. He shot 31% for three last year, and that can't cut it. That number's got to be high. And people talk about the shooting, and it really is a big thing. But the reason that he was so good for most of their playoff run wasn't because he got a three-point percentage from the low 30s to the high 30s during that run. It was because of the way that he read the game. It was when he hit the paint, he was actually making the right pass out to the open man on the perimeter. Like, he was making quick decisions and good decisions. And... That, to me, is the most important part of RJ reaching another level. Because what you see from him when he struggles often is that he predetermines what he's doing. And you can kind of guess with a pretty good accuracy, okay, RJ is going to drive here. RJ is putting it up here. Uh, and, and he'll miss guys. Like when he drives specifically, he'll miss an open guy on the wing, for example, if comes from the wing. And we, we just we see that happen. It wasn't really happening during the Cleveland series or the Miami series when he was going really well. And I thought he made, for the most part, pretty good decisions during the Team Canada stuff too. So, so if that continues, that's really big for them, especially considering they don't have a lot of shooting in their in their starting lineup. Uh, but we'll you know we'll see. It's a thing where it's like we don't know what he's going to look like until he shows up and he actually plays. Okay, I'm sneaking uh, one more in. E- Evan Fournier is glued to the bench, correct? Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's all I that got, is, man. That's your, that's your one-word answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm expecting uh, a healthy IQ to take another step forward, uh, this young team to compete. The last thing I'll say, being a Nets fan and all the uh, big three scary hours hype, KD, Kyrie, it doesn't matter that Damian Lillard joins the Bucks. It doesn't matter that Drew Holiday and Chris Epps Porzingis are in Boston with the Celtics. You got to let it play out, and that's why we watch the games. That's why we go to the games. It's a long season, and uh, I think the Knicks can be right in the mix to contend uh, again in 2023. Yeah, I mean, they could. I think, they'll, I, I think they should have a good season. If they don't have a good season, then they didn't meet expectations because they have a bunch of good players and they're deep and they're coming off the set that they, they can build on. Experience. Experience plays. Fred, thank you for the time tonight. Yes, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. All right, let's get right back to it. Knicks fans, call me up if you want to talk about Knicks fans ripping the uh, Julius Randle posters down from Madison Square Garden. If you want to talk about Evan Fournier crying 
Uh, if you want to talk about, I don't know, Obi Toppin not being around anymore and what he's going to do with the Pacers, are the Pacers going to be better? 877-337-6666. Just mixing some NBA conversation into our redundant conversations about the Jets and the Giants. We're on our way to the NBA season. Preseason games are starting. Media day happened this week. Reminder, again at 9 o'clock, Megan Triplett from the Yes Network covering your Brooklyn Nets and and New York Liberty will join us. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up and we'll get right back to it after this. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Let's talk sports. Keith McPherson on the fan. Your nighttime host taking your calls at 877-337-6666. Let's get right back to it. I have another guest joining us at 9 p.m., I want to hear from you. There's plenty to talk about. If you want to talk Evan Neal, go for it. If you're watching the MLB postseason, go for it. If you now have an appetite to talk about the New York Knicks, let's get it, man. One, one, two, three, go. Ross in Bergen County on the fan every day. What's up, Ross? Hey, Keith. How's it going, man? Uh, good, minus this little cold that I have. I feel like, like I'm blowing my nose too much. I hope I don't sound that congested, but I'm not oh, sick. It's, it's just not like, as bad as you brought up like Evan with the hand, foot, and mouth. It's brutal. <laughs> you got that whole studio set. Ever since Evan had the, I guess it wasn't hand, foot, and mouth. Maybe it was strep or something. But he's been coughing on the air for three weeks. <laughs> it's, 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 you hear Loogie and everyone complaining because, you know, they were giving him the reads and everything. They were stuck <laughs> with him. He said, you know, when you heard he couldn't score the games that was that bad, that's when you knew he was on his deathbed or something. He yeah. couldn't score the games. That's like his second loss. I mean, he can't do the thing that he does that uh, yeah. he doesn't miss. But, no, I, I joke about it. I obviously listen to the show, and as soon as he turns his mic off and Tiki starts talking, you hear, <coughs> I'm like, oh, he's got to clear that up. But it takes – you can't – you got to take a couple days off to clear that up, I guess. So we're going yeah, on yeah. Uh, three weeks here. Well, I hope you feel better. Whatever you got going, yeah, but, uh, I'm you know, fine. I'm not... Honestly, I'm 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 fine. I think like it's it's two things. It's the the weather. It went from like yeah. I thought it was fall. It was cold. Then the storm comes through. It rains for three days. Now it's summer again. 
And then I also have a little baby, five months, about to be six. We've been taking him now to, like, library for, like, song and book time and to the park. And he's oh, interacting right. with other kids. So I used to hear for years about, oh, when you have a baby, when you have kids, they bring home germs. They bring home everything. You're going to get it. And I'm like, man, am yeah, I, am I in that the, now? You got to step in the line of fire with all the germs and, the, you know, kids picking their nose and everything. We've all been there. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, the kids in the kindergarten. Anyway, uh we're watching a game right now. Actually, the power went out. I had the game on. I had the Brewer game on. You look at the Toronto game, though. I mean, what a disaster. You, you being a Yankee fan, you see Tampa and Toronto go down the same day. Love Always it. promise. I mean, I kind of – one reason I like these uh, – the three-game sets, at least, is uh, when it was the one-game set, I never understood, you know, the whole premise of these teams living and dying every day, legit their whole life being playing these games, 162 of them, yeah. and their season would go up in flames in one game. Yeah, you play three-game three series now. all year. You you never right. play a one-game sudden death elimination. Like, yeah, this every is team has one bad game. Your season could go up in flames because, you know, your pitcher didn't have it or something. But now you you got teams get multiple chances, and now two years in a row, Toronto, first time around, goes down to a team playing their first playoff game in 21 years. And now this year had a, another team win their first series in 21 years, too. And speaking of 20, 21, you see all, you know, kind of like the baby Mets we got going on here. You got the baby Jays going up there. You know, the junior Jays, they called it Guerrero, Bichette, and Biggio was kind of like the, the forgettable one. But, I mean, now who, you know, that talk of the town, too, that whole narrative, like the young Jays and everything, they're near, what are they, like 24, 25 now? They still have nothing to show for it. They're yeah, they're, they're the all Mets talk. Ross, you got uh, eyes on the, the Devils-Rangers game? Jack Hughes just scored. I had eyes on the scoreboard on Google. I saw it was two nothing five minutes in, and I said, "What the hell are we doing? Paying a thirty-seven year old to be our backup just because he was a fan of the team?" But you know, when he retires, all we'll remember him for is winning the cup against us in twenty fourteen. And nine years later, we have him as a, a bronze statue between the between the pipes. Man, we're we're, know, getting, I, we're getting close to hockey, dude. Yeah. Um, they're I'm getting be- close to basketball too. But you know, seeing the Rangers in preseason that might be my main focus. Save you know, keep my. Uh, Keep my my blood pressure to a limit watching the Rangers team go down last year. I mean, what a disgrace, man. Your blood pressure. You're, yeah. you're in high school. Uh, 16, I'm already wearing my, my, my blood pressure through the roof. I said, you know, going from 60, I'll be 56. All these teams I got to deal with. Now with I got to deal with, with the New York Swift. team stressing yeah, out. Yeah, now I got to hear the Swifties and everything going up to the bank. Now, when we got to deal with, with that, we got, you know, you see uh, Byron Murphy talking. You want to talk about being all talk, no show. Byron Murphy saying he's going to lock up Kelsey and everything. Now they're going to yeah. stomp on us 43, and we're going to get taken off prime time like we did last year about your how about them Cowboys. Remember that game was so bad? They took mm-hmm. it out like third quarter. Jim Nance said, folks, we're going to turn to, I don't know, they turned it to <laughs> another game. It was so bad. And as I said, you know, Taylor Swift, and you're going to see on the uh, Instagram bio, it's going to be uh, the uh, NFL and the Chiefs are 3-0 with Swifties. And then we'll have Harrison Smith uh, going online saying if he was a Swifty, you know, maybe he'd get a, a play called Swift, just like <laughs> same, same script. Same script for the Vikings up. now. Same yeah, script yeah. the Jets had last week. You can't week. make it up. You can't make it up. You can make it up. It seems like they're making it up with all the flags well, that they threw true. in that Jets game. I'm like, they do they do not want the Jets to win. And then Zach Wilson well, fumbled the ball. I'm like, who paid this guy to drop that snap? Oh, he's just like well, that. <laughs> I was saying when the Broncos were uh, down in Chicago and then Chicago realized, you know, they're tanking. Now you see them. I brought up, they got the one and two picks right now and they realize, you know, they have to embrace the tank. But when Denver was down, what was it like 28-3, 24-3 at one point? And I was saying to myself, you're looking at this Denver team is, you know, at that point it looked even worse than Chicago and Ch- Chicago was off the historically bad start. And I was just saying to myself, you want to talk about a Jets moment? Watch it be Sean Payton, once again, being all talk, no show. And, uh, and of all games to get his first win as a Bronco coach would be the Hackett revenge game. That would be the typical Jets scenario. Now the 
Denver obviously won, but I mean, still, if you're the Jets, this game has a lot more meaning also to, like you said, you know, the whole hacky thing. But Sean Payton, we were talking about, you know, now you're doing all this talking. What's it going to be like if Russ, Russ has been all right? And honestly, surprisingly, it's been the defense has been their problem. They bring back Vance Joseph to expect different results. And now, if you know, you, you see Wilson show a glimpse of something out of this Chiefs defense that surprisingly has kind of been there, claim the same this year too, over the offense, look kind of shaky, and you see something out of Zach, you got to see it this week, man. He's got to explode. He's gonna go. He got to go crazy against Denver. It's going to be tough. We're already crowning him, as we tend to do yeah, too no often in New York. One one decent showing. Oh, Zach Wilson's a superstar. Oh, I like Zach Wilson. Oh, he's going to show everybody. What if he doesn't? What if this next week is more it challenging a, for him? Look at uh, Mike White. You know, the Mike F. and White, he had the game against Well, He, he kind of had a couple more weeks after that. If you look at last year, when Mike White being the full-time starter was legit an actual narrative, and he had, what was it? I know the Seattle game. Was it Seattle or no? Was it Buffalo where he broke his ribs and then I think he played the week after? Yeah, Matt Milano tackled. tagged him. And, yeah, uh, and at Seattle he was just three and out after three and out, and then that got put to bed. Couldn't score here. against Miami, the Vikings at the again. five yard line. Oh, that's right, Barrios. Uh, now both of them are. In my, I believe I'm pretty sure he threw that touchdown pass to Barrios too against Denver. Was it? I know he had the pass. I don't know if it was to Barrios, but yeah, obviously the Minnesota game. But I think Seattle was the one where the Mike White uh, hopes and dreams got put to bed. Because that was just something people were running with at 1.2 after the Cincy game. It's just, just a, it's just a cycle. He was of, always uh, mid, but you know, when you don't have good quarterback yeah. play like the Jets have struggled with for so long, you're just looking for anything. That's why also with Zach Wilson, just just watching first downs is like yes, like just watching completions and no interceptions is like we we found something. They change the scenery, yeah. And now you look at the Giants. I mean, you want to talk about a never-ending circus? They got Evan Neal mounting off, but. I mean, you see these these New York athletes in New York, they never learn. No. You don't see this anywhere else. You see, obviously, I always bring up Rodon's kind of the first one that comes to mind with the kissing. Now you see this one. This guy comes straight out of Alabama. He's, you know, I remember that draft. It was like bang, bang, bang. It was like three old linemen. Uh, was, I think it was Charles Cross went to Seattle, and then the guy went to Carolina, blanking on his name. But I just heard everything about Evan Neal being in the I think yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's anything special either. I don't think any of them are actually. Ikim, I remember Iguanu, Yeah. Well, yeah, but Bryce that, Young is getting lit up uh, in Carolina. Well, they yeah. need to keep drafting O linemen. And you look at who went after him. I mean, you look at what Stroud's doing right now with Nico Collins and everything. Man, I know it's what four weeks, and I'm like the first person to go crazy over a guy not to. I mean, look no, at, they're they're I mean, legit. The range is like Demico four years Ryan's. Later. They have no, Houston, they have a good program Houston, in Houston right I'm now. I'm talking about Carolina. I'm talking about you know jumping the gun four weeks in. You know, if you're a Carolina fan, having buyer's remorse four weeks in, but, you know, from what you've seen so far, Richardson looks like a stud. Stroud looks like twice the stud Richardson I was, is. And I don't so know far, how many times down. I said it. This kid is too small. He's a baby out there. If you don't have a good offensive line, I, I've been saying it for weeks. They're going to get him killed, and he's been hurt already. I mean, yeah, look at Kyler. I, I, yeah, I've been under the uh, – I've been pushing the narrative for like a year and a half. I think skill-wise, based off skill, because I know the, the whole phase clan and everything, they had to put the whole – like ten page clause that he couldn't be playing video games till three, like Madden till three in the morning, you know, cod or anything. But based off pure talent on the field, I think Kyler Murray is the second best quarterback in the league. He, you know, the the he's got the Lamar Jackson like athleticism. He could swing it. He obviously the the height's a, a problem, and the commitment's an even bigger problem. But he's had some bad all, turnovers. He's made he some has, bad decisions. You see that that two point converter against so. Uh, he looks like a toddler on the field. I can't like I can't co sign that, Ross. I mean, who knows? He might never even play a game for Arizona again. You're looking at, what was it, the ACL? He tore the ACL against New England. Now they're saying 
You know, he went from, you know, being potentially back by like week 14, 15. They're saying he might just sit out the year, even if he's eligible to come back. They paid him already. They paid him already. He's he's good. It doesn't mean he's going to play, though. They might commit to uh, Josh Dobbs, even though they're not selling his jersey. Sure. And then draft whoever you can draft in the uh, top of the draft next year. Ross, thanks for the call. Ross is sharp. Young guy at uh, Bergen Catholic and uh, 16 years old. I did his podcast. You guys hear Ross on the fan every day. He knows his sports, every league. He's a Rangers, Mets, Vikings fan. And uh, I'm not sure what basketball team he roots for. But I appreciate you, Ross. 877-337-6666. We can talk all sports. Let's see who's on the phone in Connecticut. That's John in Oxford. What's up, John? You're on the fan. Hey, thanks for taking the call. No hey, problem. Thanks know, for calling. Yeah, you know, you know um, we're Cowboy fans. Yes. The game this weekend. The yes. game this weekend. This is everything. Is Cowboys 49ers. This is everything. Yes. Now, uh, we say it's everything. Do you remember last year when they killed the Minnesota Vikings and we thought we were home? And then it was like, well, yeah. that was like the highlight of their season. I knew the, Vi- I knew the Vikings were frauds, and the Cowboys always get the best of them on a Thursday night. I knew that they weren't a good measuring stick, and the Cowboys were fooled. Back-to-back years. Well, I hate to think we peaked on week one. You know, I don't want to think that. No, 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 that's no. Why the, this the Cowboys game didn't peak huge. on week one. The Giants are just terrible. That's why this game is huge. Now, you tell me. You tell me. What is different going into this game than last year's playoff game? The play and how will it be different? The play calling. It's not Kellen Moore trying to... Uh, call plays in his image as a quarterback for Dak Prescott that doesn't play like him. And uh, it's it, that game last year was frustrating because if they could score 20 points, they win that game. Uh, yeah. It's it's Mike McCarthy calling the plays. It's Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy together. It's this defense That's- now another year stronger. If they can stop McCaffrey, Debo was compromised last week. Kittle hasn't been the same. He started off the season hurt. It's all about Christian McCaffrey. If they can stop Christian McCaffrey and force Brock Purdy to beat him, I'll take that. And and Dak I, doesn't throw an interception. He probably will. He probably will. They have a good defense. Fred oh. Warner, uh, they, they have a good defense. Do you defense. love Dak? Do you love Dak? No, I, I wouldn't say I love Dak. I, I feel like Dak gets disrespected a, 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 a I, ton. Um, yeah. I feel like Dak is a better quarterback. Like I was listening, I think I was listening to the fan today or the other day, and they were saying Daniel Jones is better than Dak. I'm like, come oh, on, bro. Yeah, that was Tiki Barber. I wanted to reach out and, and, like, and, and grill him. Tiki said what that a few weeks ago that about? like majority of people would take Daniel Jones over Dak Prescott. I'm like, we gotta chill. I think I think BT and Sal were going through it, and Sal was saying that Daniel Jones is better than Dak. And I'm like, this is this is madness. Like it's insulting. It's I, insulting. I, I, the guy has one year of bad interception, and his year wasn't a total waste. I mean, he is a winning quarterback. Okay, he threw picks, and we know they were bad. But Half of them were assisted. Half of them were, were, were bounced off of a chest, a shoulder pad, hands. But uh, back to the 49er game. There yeah. is nothing to tell you as a Cowboys fan that the 49ers lose a game. They're undefeated with Brock Purdy. They don't lose in their, on their home field. They beat the Cowboys back-to-back years in the playoffs. Like, the Cowboys already have a loss this year. They're undefeated this year. There's nothing to tell you that Dallas goes in there to beat them. But with all of that, I like I like us winning. That's the funny thing. Yeah, but out of all the said, other matchups, like 
I like this matchup more than the last two playoff matchups. Uh, it's a regular season game. It's so early in the season. The Cowboys' defense is rolling. They lose Trayvon Diggs, but Deron Bland steps up last week. Oh, Bland oh, man. is a man. Micah Parsons oh, is out guy. to prove something against the defensive player of the year. Nick Bosa, he's been saying for a while now, I'm coming after uh, that trophy that he felt like he should have had last year when it went to Nick Bosa. Uh, that 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 defense for the Niners versus the Cowboys O-line, the Cowboys O-line is already banged up, but I think that that offensive line versus defensive line, I think that, that that's going to be a good battle. I think it's evenly matched, and Dak's got to take care of the football. But I think that the play calling is what's going to be different. Uh, if we it, win, if we win the turnover battle in that game, do we win? Yeah, the game? yeah. If you can get Brock Purdy to give you the ball, absolutely. But Christian McCaffrey is on one. You know, I'm I'm kicking myself because this year in fantasy, I I could have drafted him, <laughs> but I drafted him years ago when he was with the Panthers and he got hurt and screwed me. So I'm like, I, he's going to get hurt again. I'm not taking him. This guy scores every game. He had three he's touchdowns last game. If they can't stop him, they don't have a chance. It's about forcing Brock Purdy to turn the ball over or be ineffective, they got to heat him up. Like, the way the Eagles heated him up last year, then he was out of the game, Micah Parsons got to be on him. That's it. I'm looking forward to the game. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call, John. 877-337-6666. We can talk about whatever. It doesn't have to be Zach Wilson all day. It doesn't have to be Daniel Jones all day. Call me up and try me. Seriously. Ryan's in Pearl River, New York, next up on the fan. Go for it, Ryan. Hey, what's going on, Keith? You know, just uh, turning the mic off so I could blow my nose every 30 seconds. <laughs> Do that. Um, now that the Giants um, are absolutely done, season is over with. Um, might not watch another game this year. Um, my whole focus is on the Knicks right now. I think that Fournier, too, I heard the last guy being interviewed, he said that Fournier is going to be glued to the bench. I think he should be a part of the rotation and in the rotation. He's a good shooter, and we're in a shooter's league right now, and we need guys like him to step up. You know what I'll say to that? And, like, you know, his comments and all this stuff that he said, like, it doesn't matter. It's a new year, right? So I think to start the year, you give the guy a chance. You give the guy a shot. But why I asked Fred Katz, is he glued to the bench? Who's he getting minutes over? Who would you put – who would you take off the floor from the Knicks in favor of putting Evan Fournier in? I think you should get minutes over DiVincenzo and IQ. No. IQ's a turnover machine. I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that. He's always throwing the ball left and right. He has no idea what he's doing out there sometimes. So go out there and shoot 0 for 7 from 3 most games. Delaware Jordan is Brunson's boy, Josh Hart's boy. They're, he's going to get his time. IQ, he's itching to get back after he missed the end of the uh, playoff run. I guess I've always had just a negative look at Evan Fournier from his Celtics days going up against the Nets. Like, I felt like he always thought he was something that he wasn't, uh, you know, trying to go at KD. I'm like, this guy is not even on KD's level, not even close. Like, what is he doing? Uh, I think he's washed. When I saw the Knicks got him two years ago, I was like, nope. I think Tibbs is going to humble him and actually put him in a good role this year and use him properly, and he's going to be really effective for us. Okay, so good. Evan Fournier, wherever you are, you got some support out there. Thanks for the call, Ryan. Um, I should go pull up Evan Fournier's quotes exactly. Uh, we got a break, though. Let's take a break here. Um, I'm going to try and, like, get some nasal spray or something. I'm all right. It's just the, the seasons change.
<laughs> the seasons change and I have allergies and I have a baby that definitely has brought some germs into my house. But I wasn't calling out. It's a five hour KM to AM. We'll be back after this. I love this beat, so I had to let it rock for a minute. Keith McPherson on the fan, checking right back in. Megan Triplett is coming up next at 9 p.m. For my Brooklyn Nets fans. Nets world, this Nets world has been built. We're going to shock some people this year. They're underestimating what those Brooklyn Nets are going to do. And we got to talk about the New York Liberty. So from the Yes Network, Megan Triplett will join us after the 9 o'clock update. But we were talking about the New York Knicks, Evan Fournier. And I said I was going to go get the quote from Evan Fournier. So he said, I don't have the opportunity to play. And even worse, I feel like I'm being held hostage. Now, uh, media day was two days ago, and uh, Coach Thibodeau addressed that. Let's play the audio, his response to Evan Fournier saying that he doesn't have the opportunity to play, and even worse, I feel like I'm being held hostage. Yeah, I, well, the thing is, you, only, you know, and I have great respect for him. And, uh, you know, you come into the season, I didn't go into the season thinking we were going to do the things that we ended up doing. We did it because... We weren't having success one way, so we adjusted. And then the next group that went in, like it's hard to argue with 37 and 22 and a plus five net rating. You know, so it is what it is. And then your job is to stay ready when you know. So whatever it is that we're asking you to do, go out there and do it. Be part of the team. Put. Mm, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Coach came through with the facts, with the numbers. And uh, like I said, it's a new year, so it's a clean slate. And they're going to do what they got to do to win. So I think he's got another opportunity to come in and create some numbers of his own. If he's shooting well, if he's playing well, if he's playing defense, maybe he'll get a chance to be out there. Let's talk to Ricky up in the Bronx right about now. Hey, what's up, Keith? What's up, man? Diehard Knicks fan. Uh, Carmelo Anthony made his debut on my birthday. Nice. Um, it was New York, Melo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, (laughs) it's great. But concerning this season and the next, I really think we're going to catch some people off guard. You know, everyone's looking at the Bucks. Everyone's looking at the Celtics, even the Sixers, despite the whole Harden thing. Everyone's still looking at them. I really think, we're going to put New York on the map this year. I really think Julius Randle is due for a big year. The weight is off his shoulders after his most improved year and after Jalen Brunson came in and took o- kind of took over the team. I don't want to no, say he totally took over. Took over because- he took over. That was a steal. What a difference. I- I'll add this, right? For the last four years, the conversation has been about, well, nationally, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and here comes James Harden, and they have Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge and all these other players that came through Brooklyn, and they did absolutely nothing. They were swept in the playoffs back-to-back years. It was a failure, one of the biggest failures in NBA history and in just sports history in general. But now, And I'll tell you what. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'll tell you what. They may have, like, kicked the the Knicks butt a few times with that squad, but it's like... Like Ten in a row? I don't feel like that... I don't feel like that squad really struck any fear into anyone. Don't get me wrong. Those no, are so big names. What I'm saying to you is Kyrie. they were frauds. They were fraudulent, bro. And it was always about everything else but basketball. Uh, there was injuries. There was nonsense off the court with, with, with internet stuff. And uh, we yeah. all know the, the vaccine stuff. And we, we're past that. But what I'm saying is 
here in New York, the Knicks always had more fans. The Knicks have always been the team, 100 years. And now it's back to, okay, the Knicks are the better team. There is no more of this, like, the Nets beat them 10 times in a row. Also, right. in the complexion of the NBA, this is a Knicks team that's running it back with pretty much the same guys as last year. Dame has to we figure out how to play to with Giannis. And I know it's not going to take forever, but it's the first year that Damian Lillard is stepping in there. Drew Holiday's out. That's an adjustment. Chris Stapps Porzingis and Drew Holiday stepping into the garden or the TD garden with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. That's going to be an adjustment. That's different. There's turmoil in Philadelphia with James Harden and Joel Embiid. So what I'm saying is there's no there's no nonsense. There, you know, the Evan Fournier stuff is 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 minuscule. This is a team that knows they were successful last year, had a formula last year, and they're doubling down on it this year. I think they can shock some people too. I do too. And one last point. This one is a little NFL thing. I'm a 49ers fan as well. So I heard that Cowboys fan come on and I feel like I have to make my point. The Cowboys are always going to be frauds. They're always going to be fraudulent. The Niners there is are never frauds going too, to be a year. What have the there, Niners There won? is never going to be a year where the Cowboys actually exceed expectations or meet What have the Niners won? They both have five Super Bowls. Have the Niners been able to get another Super Bowl? Have they been able to get back to the Super Bowl and win it? No, they haven't won anything. Ricky, I got to let you go, bro, bro. I got to let you go. Thanks for the call, but we're not about to pivot into the, you know, the New York Knicks fan that's a 49ers fan saying that the Cowboys are frauds. You're frauds too. Jimmy Garoppolo? Trey Lance, you're frauds too. Mr. Irrelevance, your quarterback now. It's been a good run. You beat the Cardinals. You beat the Giants. You beat the Steelers. Now you have somebody in your weight class coming into your stadium on Sunday Night Football. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Talent versus talent. Upper echelon, right? Pick on somebody your own size. The Dallas Cowboys have been tormented by the 49ers the last few years. They know the last two years they could have beat that team. They folded under pressure. They know that this isn't as pressurized, right? This is week five. This isn't an elimination game. This isn't your season on the line end of the year. This is, hey, if we go into Santa Clara, I'm speaking as the Dallas Cowboys, as Dak Prescott, because they asked Dak Prescott after they beat down Bill Belichick, handed him the worst loss of his career, right? They asked Dak Prescott about the 49ers game, and he said, you guys want to piss me off, right? You're talking about last year. That's in the past. But you want to piss me off going into this week. Everybody in that Dallas Cowboys building wants the 49ers. Sunday night football, the whole world will be watching. Taylor Swift will not be there. It's going to be a hell of a game. And everything points to the 49ers winning it, but that's why they play the game. This is an any given Sunday game between two teams early in the season that are two of the better teams in the NFC. I can't wait to see it. I'm not telling you the Cowboys are going to win, but it's going to be a competitive game. So don't just waltz into there thinking, oh, the Niners are going to roll them. We got to see it. 877-337-6666. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We have a quick interview coming up with Megan Triplett from the Yes Network for my Brooklyn Nets and New York Liberty fans. Keith McPherson on the fan. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.